Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic, what makes the best leaders so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I am John Lerito, your host, and it is great to be with you today. For those of you who may be listening closely, you're going to hear the nice, soothing, nice, smooth, melodic sounds of landscaping equipment right outside my window, literally right outside my window. Um, but... I cannot turn off the Laredo brain. And when stuff comes into my mind, I have to get it out. I have to share it. I have to tell the stories, whatever it is. And that's what I'm doing. So hopefully you don't hear it as loud as I do. But uh, it is pretty loud. All right. Let me first start with a very special request that I am going to make to each and every one of you as my faithful Tomorrow Leaders, Tomorrow's Leaders fans. Uh, I greatly appreciate your loyalty and your steady listening and consistent feedback. One of the things you can do to show me how much you like this is to give some feedback through ratings. And let me tell you why that's important, because the more ratings, the more five star reviews that I have on the podcast, it changes the analytics or the whatever it is. Um, there is a word for it. And it gets in front of more people. And I would love nothing more than to share this message and share this podcast with as many people around the world. Right now we're in 66 different countries, which is awesome. But I really need your help. I get a lot of feedback from you saying how much you enjoy it. But let me know by going down on, the, on your podcast platform. It's right there. Just rate it, review it. Give it five stars, four stars, whatever you want to give it, um, and write some comments because that really means a lot. And for, just to show you my appreciation, okay, right now is, and this episode will probably air in the next few days, uh, it is October 5th. I will say that the next five people, or the first five people after this episode that review it, I will send you a personally autographed copy of my book, Tomorrow's Leader, How the Best Leaders Get Better in a Fast-Changing World. That's my promise to you. The next five, as of today, reviews that I get, I will personally uh, send you an autographed copy. So that's my little thank you to you. I greatly appreciate your help in doing that and getting this podcast out there. So, all right, let me share a concept. This is one of those things. Sometimes I forget to talk enough about the importance of today's topic as a leader and having built businesses and run existing businesses, led all kinds of challenging situations. One of the most important things I've had to remind myself of is patience and the importance of having patience. I sometimes think people wear it on a badge as a badge of honor that they don't have patience. And believe me, there's a lot of things I don't have patience for. One is traffic. I just, I'm not a very patient driver. I know what I admit. Anybody who's been in a car with me knows that. And I just, that's where I lose it. But I try to be as patient as I can be in the right circumstances. And overall, with creating massive success, sometimes it takes 
time. And I know we hear these stories about these companies that just have this explosive growth and it's this really cool story or it's a great movie, whatever, or it's a great book. And yes, it is. It's one of those things we'd love to be a part of. But the reality is most of that explosive growth comes as a result of stuff you do not see. So in other words, you see the aftermath. You see the result of somebody's really hard work and nothing's happened for a long period of time. So we kind of sometimes fall into this false perception that people magically generate and these great people magically generate these results very quickly with something or their career or leadership or business, whatever it is. And we almost write it off as well. That just that person has this gift or they're smarter than I am or they're better or more talented or they're better speaker, or they're better sales skills, whatever. In reality, you have to remind yourself of the fact that there's so much that goes into creating that success that you never see. And in some cases, it could be years of stuff you never see. There's a great example. If you've ever heard uh, or read about the Chinese bamboo tree, which basically is a fascinating example of this, where a Chinese bamboo farmer, basically, who plants this tree, has to be, in my mind, one of the most patient individuals on this planet. Because the way they have to do it is they, they have to nurture the soil after they've planted it. They have to water it, nurture it every single day. And nothing happens. There's no visible signs of growth. Nothing pops out underneath over the dirt, out of the dirt, for five years. Not five months. Five years of watering it and nurturing it every day. And then after five years magic happens. The bamboo tree comes out and it grows incredibly fast in an incredibly short period of time. It grows 90 feet in six weeks. Think about that. Not nine feet, 90 feet in six weeks. They said it grows so fast you can almost see it grow. You can almost watch it grow. That's how fast it grows. So the real question is, wow, how does how does somebody, first of all, have the patience for that? And is the is the growth really happening just in those six weeks or does it happen in that five years before? I mean, my belief in the answer is the fact that that five years before there's a lot happening. You just don't see it. It's preparing. It's developing that extensive root system that's needed that you don't see. It's underground that's going to support the growth, this unbelievable growth upward and so high, so fast. There's no way that could happen unless all that magic happened below, below the soil, laying the roots. So think about this as a leader. Just think about from the perspective of the Chinese bamboo tree farmer. He has got or she has got to endure not just the lack of reward, so they're not seeing anything happen for five years. Now, Five years is a long time. Think back to what you were doing five years ago. Okay, literally, it's 2021. Think back to 2016. Okay, you planted these seeds in November of 2016. It's now October of 2021. You still have not seen anything come out of the ground. For four, almost four and a half, almost five years, you have seen nothing. How many times would you be tempted to give up? Honestly. Now, maybe after year one, you know, your friends are like, you know, hey, John, what are you, you know, what are you doing here? 
well, no, 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 it's okay. It's this is a whole process and stuff happening underground. And you know, yes, you know, blah, blah, blah. All right, whatever. Year two, they come back and they're like, you know, dude, what are you doing? Seriously. You bought this big expansive plot of land and it's just dirt. I'm like, no, 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 no. Seriously, you know, you just give it time. It's gonna take a little bit of time for all this work. And they're like, Yeah, what? Third year comes by and they're like, You are just nuts. You're dumb. What are you doing? That's stupid. Why are you dedicating your life? You're wasting money. You're wasting time. Go find another hobby. Go find another job. You are just nuts. I'm like, no, 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 no. Trust me. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, think about this. Their family coming to them. Dad, what are you doing? I mean, this is ridiculous. This is my college fund. This is, what are you doing? I don't get it. Why not? Why are you not doing something that's easier this obviously isn't working you're not a good farmer you're not doing it the right way it's obviously when are you going to realize you suck at us as a farmer i don't get it there's nothing coming out i've got to endure this think about this this farmer has got to keep going and it's not till the fifth year that something pops out of the ground and he or she can be like see this is yeah this is what i've been working so hard for and that's how success comes about again You've got to endure all that negative talk from all the people around you that mean very well. But 99.5% of people out there are not willing to endure the pain of not seeing short-term results. That's why most people don't stay working out at a gym or stay on a diet. Most people just, and they try it, they go for a month and they stop because they don't see immediate gratification of the results that fast. You have to be patient. And when the results come, that's oftentimes what happens. It's explosive. You hit a point and all of a sudden it's like, wow, if you're on that you know, physical voyage and you're, that journey on dieting or exercise, you have those people all of a sudden that are like, wow, you look great. That's the reward you need. You might, not have, you might have lost 20 pounds. Nobody says anything to you. They don't notice. You feel better. Or maybe you're just dieting, dieting, dieting. You're not even losing any weight. Even more frustrating. But it will happen. Think about that Chinese bamboo tree farmer. If he or she threw in the towel as, at four and a half years, you know, you're right. I got to sell this place. This is ridiculous. I know I spent $3 million buying this plot of land. Let me sell it. You know, I'll see if I can get 300000 for it. I mean, legit. This is how people operate. And that person buys it for 300000 And five months later, they've got a bamboo tree uh, forest sprouting up. And now it's worth, you know, 10, 15, 20 million. That's how business failures happen because they give up too soon. And that's bottom line what it is. I love the story of Colonel Sanders. For those of you who haven't heard the story of Colonel Sanders, this is not only about patience. This is just downright perseverance. Um, You know, Colonel Sanders was 65 when he started on his journey to try to develop chicken. He had this great chicken recipe that was passed down, I believe, and he tinkered with it and had this recipe. He would create the spices in little bags and he would basically go to restaurants and he would give them a taste. He would make the chicken for them uh, and he would give he would get the manager together and all the wait staff and everything. You make the chicken recipe. They tasted and they were like, whoa, this is incredible. We've all had Kentucky Fried Chicken, you know, and he'd say, OK, you like it? Here's what I'll do. I'm going to I'm going to make a deal with you. I'll give you all the spices and teach you how to make it. Uh, but I want to share a percentage of the increased profits that you get as a result of having this chicken on your re- on your menu. 
Uh, and the restaurant owner was like, no, I don't want to do that. Okay. We packed it up, went down the street to the next restaurant, made his batch of chicken, got them all together, had them taste it. They said, wow, this is incredible. He said, okay, well, here's the deal. I wanna, I'll give you the, the spices. I'll teach you how to make it. Uh, I, I get a share of the increased profits as a result of you having it on the menu. No, we don't want to do that. He kept going. Now, this was back in the day. No cell phones, no GPS, no cars that tell you where to go, no nothing. You're scouting out these restaurants. I don't know. Maybe you cover 10 a day if you're lucky. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, I think that would be a lot. You're, again, you're making the chicken and having them try it. I mean, there's a lot of time devoted to this. And he was 65. All he had was like a Social Security check. He didn't know money. But he had this great chicken recipe and this dream. And so he finally got the first person to say yes. You know how many it took? And you can Google this. A thousand and six. It was over a thousand people before he got his first yes. Now think about that. Now I'm a persistent guy, but I don't think I would have made it to that. I think after, you know, 15, 20 no's, I'd be really uh, 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 disappointed. After maybe 100, I'd be thinking, okay, maybe I, maybe the chicken's not that good. But think about even that, you know, he's going to a pace phone calling his family and his grad grandkids or, you know, like, you know, grandpa, please come home. What are you doing? I mean, the chicken's not that good. What do you just come back and just let's play Scrabble and do what we do when we're retired? I mean, what? I, I don't get it. Think about that. He had to endure that. Now, had he stopped at 1,005, nobody would know who Colonel Sanders is. Nobody would know Kentucky Fried Chicken. And Kentucky Fried Chicken spurred all the others, Chick-fil-A and Popeyes and all the others that have come up that are you know trying to imitate the chicken sandwich. So you've got like... All this, uh, or chicken, rather. You've got all this success that came after, explosive success, success after years of nothing, nothing. Thank God he had the persistence uh, to keep going. And think about all the other businesses that are like, there's so many stories. I could do a podcast on a zillion of those types of stories. Um, but my message today is around patience. And the last thing I'll leave you with is leaders, sometimes we have lack of patience in people for the wrong reasons. Um, we, we tend to be too quick to write somebody off. We tend to make a long-term decision based on short-term stuff, and it could go both ways, meaning that I've seen a little bit of somebody that I liked, and now I have the halo effect. I assume they're great at everything. They did this role really well for a few months. They're going to be, for the next several years, be excellent at it doesn't necessarily mean the case. The same way you might have a great leader or a great person who's having a bad few months. I know many companies who have a tolerance of about one quarter. If that leader or person is not producing a certain type of result after one quarter, they're in the hot seat big time. Two quarters, they're polishing up their resume. That's how vicious it is. And that's a mistake in reality. Granted, a company's got to be profitable in generating revenues and meeting quarterly earning es estimates or exceeding them. But at the same point, you got people that, and I've seen them, many, many people that are great leaders, great people that just have yet to hit their stride. Or they're a great leader that actually has had great success, but they're hitting a period of time. And sometimes it could be outside stuff. Maybe they're going through something really tough personally that just you're not seeing their best for a short period of time. So my message to you when you have somebody, now you've got to assess 
is this somebody that has the talent to be here long-term and to do this role? Are they committed? Are they coachable? Committed to success? Are they coachable? Do they have the right character? Okay, are they people that you really want to build the organization around? Do they have the right attitude? If they do and they're committed and they're coachable and they're trying and they're putting in the effort and there's somebody who embraces the values you have as an organization, keep investing in them. They will turn. They will turn around. That's the type of person that you want long-term in your organization. So again, my message today is around patience and this applies. I could go on and on about this topic, but it is so important. I've had so many times in my career or life where I almost gave up on something. I was so close and I kept going and all of a sudden things turned around. One last story I'll share with you. Uh, this was from Think and Grow Rich, Napoleon Hill, great book. And there was a story in there about somebody who was mining for gold and he spent a ton of money way back in the day on this huge plot of land, all this equipment, mining equipment, and was mining, 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 mining losing money, losing money, losing money, finally exasperated, just decided to sell it for pennies on the dollar. And the new person came in and hit the button to start the mining equipment and six inches away hit gold and a massive amount of gold and became wealthy beyond anybody's imagination. Six inches short is where that other person stopped. So the question is, are you six inches short of the wildest success you've ever had? Are you one day away from that incredible opportunity or that incredible person coming into your life or that incredible journey that you're about to take the next chapter of your life? Are you one step away? You've got to just keep going. That's the key. That's the key. So in any event, hope that helps. Patience, patience, patience. And uh, I love that bamboo story. So if you got other stories, share them with me because as you know, I'm a story guy. I'm a storyteller. I'm a story consumer. I'm a story connoisseur. Should be a song about that. I'm a story connoisseur. I'm a storyteller. I'm a story seller. I'm a story. Okay, whatever. Uh, anyways, uh, as always, please like, subscribe, share. Give me some feedback. Go down below. Give that five-star review. And let me know what you like as far as future topics and guests. I'm here for you as always. Thanks for joining today. Take care. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P.com. Thanks. Lead on.